Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that today's message will challenge and inspire you to pursue Jesus and to love people to life. Well, this morning we're going to finish our series this morning, Gone Fishing. Gone Fishing. I know it's a southern term. My, my, the subtitle is, Can You Fill the Fish? Can You Fill the Fish? You say, what is that all about? We'll talk about it in a minute. But first, let me tell you about a game warden. Okay, you ready for the game warden story? I, well, I've been doing this series for those that are new. I, I give a little story about a game warden every Sunday morning right now. There was a couple of boys were fishing in their special spot off the beaten path. And suddenly a game warden jumped up out of the bushes. And immediately one of the boys threw down his rod and took off running. And a game warden started running after him. He ran and ran and ran about a half a mile away. But finally, the little boy stopped, exhausted, put his hands on his thighs, just breathing. Finally, the game warden caught up with him. He said, hey, little man. He says, Show me a valid light, uh, fishing license. So the little boy pulled out his wallet and put, gave him a fishing license. And the, the game warden says, man, you must be a dumb as a rock. He said, you, you know, you don't have to run if you have a valid fishing license. He says, I know, but my buddy back there, he didn't have one. <laughs> okay. You know, we, we've been using some of the, I, you know guys know I fish a little, and I, 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 this, this past week hasn't been good for fishing at all, I mean, just the weather, but uh, what I want to talk about today is being sensitive to the Spirit of God when it comes to reaching people for Christ. You know, and one of the things, I have my different, I, I didn't bring all the stuff today, but I did bring my, a couple of rod and reels, and one of the things about when I go fishing, there's something I want, I want to have. When, when I go fishing, I want, there's no hooks on this, by the way, so you're not going to get hurt. But when I do go fishing, I know it's right down the middle. Okay. <laughs> I knew where it was going. But when I do go fishing, there's something I want. It's not necessarily the bait, but I want the rod to be sensitive. You say, well, why do you want a rod to be sensitive? I want a rod to be so sensitive that when the fish barely tap it, I can feel them. And I can let down my line, drop my pole, let them have the line, and let them run with it for a while. Once they run with it, then I take up the slack and I set the hook. But if you're not sensitive, you won't feel it. And one of the ways I test the sensor rod, somebody, an older guy told me this years ago, it's not about how I flex it and all that. What I want to do is I'll, I'll take the rod and hold it like this, and I'll put the tip of this rod gently against someone's throat like this. Gently, and have them just talk normally. And you know what? If I can feel the vibration from that little thong all the way down in my hand, that's being sensitive. And that's what I want to talk about this morning. Do we have a sensitive heart that we can t- feel the fish when they're hitting the bait? Because if we can't, we're going to miss them every time. If we can't feel the hearts of people that we're trying to talk to, we'll miss them every time if we're not sensitive. I'm going to talk about this. I'm talking about the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit. Being sensitive to God in your life. See, when our hearts become hard, we become less sensitive to God. We don't feel the conviction we used to feel. We don't feel the same way about things that we used to dislike so much. All of a sudden, we find ourselves in compromise. My question to you this morning, is my heart hard? You have to answer that. I can't answer that for you. But your heart, is it hard? Are you sensitive to God? Are you sensitive to his leading when he speaks to you? 
See, Mark 18, 17 puts it this way. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, Why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? There's three things, three things that he makes us aware of about a hardened heart, okay? First, a hardened heart keeps us from perceiving spiritual truths. You, in other words, the disciples, I mean, when he's ta- he talked to them about the bread of the Pharisees. Uh, of the, of the, he said, beware of the bread of the Pharisees. What was he saying? He said, beware of the teaching, but they didn't understand what he was saying. Their hearts were not sensitive to what really he was saying. A heart that's not sensitive will miss and perceiving what the truth of God's word is. Second, a hard heart stops us from understanding spiritual truth. And thirdly, a hard heart keeps us from remembering the Word of God when we're in that situation. We find, we, it doesn't mean we can't recall Scripture, but we just don't know what to do, and we don't give the Word of God a chance to speak into our lives because we don't hear it any longer, and we're not sensitive to it. So I want you to turn, with, if you've got your Bibles, you turn with Ezekiel chapter 36. Verse 25, and we're going to read from there, but I want you to know Ezekiel talks about a hard heart and what God wants to do for a hard heart. If you've been, if you have a hard heart this morning, I want you to know that God wants to soften your heart. God wants to heal that brokenness in you, that you can be sensitive once again to his voice. I know people that have gotten hurt in churches in times past, and they, 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 they've just have gotten to the place where they've just shut down spiritually. Shut down and they don't want to hear any truth. They don't want to hear anything. But this is, to, God was speaking to the children of Israel here. But I want you to know something. The, if you read a few verses before we're jumping in at, he said he didn't do this because of them. them. He did it because of him. What does that mean? It, 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 the, they didn't deserve this, but God did it for them. And look what he says. Verse 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away, and you will no longer worship idols. Think about what he said there. The first thing for you and I to get to the place of having a sense of the heart, we need, to, we need to repent first of our hardness of our heart, the way our attitudes, the things we may have said to people out of our hurt and different things out of our hardness of our heart. We need, first, is to get your heart right with God and get a sensitive heart, it starts first with the cleansing. Amen. And now look, he says, he said, I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. And he says, I'll remove the filth away from you. In other words, he's not just talking about just surface cleaning. He's talking about doing a deep cleaning in you. Getting down where your heart really is and what's in your heart. And then he says, you will no longer worship idols. In other words, you'll turn back to God. God will be priority in your life once again, instead of having other things being the priority. See, God wants to give you a new heart. Do you believe that this morning? Anybody that's here that's hard, that's, you've got pain in your heart, and you've shut down, and you've allowed your heart to become hardened, I want to let you know God wants to give you a new heart. God wants to put a new heart in you. He wants to remove the stony heart. Look what it says in this, in this verse. In verse uh, 26 here, uh, it, I, we just read that one. Uh, no. And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, uh, stubborn heart and give you a tender heart responsive heart. I believe a lot of people in the body of Christ need to have a, a, a new heart. They're, they're sensitive to God. They're sensitive about what, what God is saying and what God is speaking. You know, many times with a hard heart, you can walk by somebody that is hurting, and you know what will happen? You will not even recognize them. God put them right in your place, 
And because your heart is hardened, you don't see it. I don't know about you, but I remember times when I was, when I, years ago, when I was not right with God at times, I, I, I got so angry at people. I, would, I, didn't want to, I didn't want to be messed up with people. Anybody ever been like that? That's not the heart of God, is it? But he says, I'll give you a new heart. And now when he says, I'll give you a new spirit, that's not, the, that's not capital S, Holy Spirit. He's talking about the spirit of man. He's talking about he'll give you a, a new attitude, a, a, a new outlook on life, in a sense. He says, not that, he says, I'll take away your stony, stubborn heart. Anybody, don't raise your hand, but anybody got a stony, stubborn heart in this room this morning? God wants to take that away. God does, God wants to help you to once again to become responsive to him. He wants to give you a heart that is tender, that is responsive. How open are you to hear, the, hear God speak to you? If you're, good, if you're busy, well, I mean, I've had this happen to me. I walk away from somewhere, and I know God's speaking to my heart. And I just, oh, I don't want to mess with that. But God won't let me go. I have to go back and deal with it. I have to go and talk to that person. Because you know why? I want to be sensitive to the Lord. I don't want to shut his voice off in my life. I don't want my heart to become hardened that I don't want anything to do with Christ or with people. Amen? So as we look on, in verse 27, he says, I will put my spirit. Now, that's capitalized. That's dealing with the Holy Spirit. He said, I will put my spirit in you. How many know we need that? How many know we need that? We need the spirit of God in us. I mean, without that, we, we, we will have no sensitivity in our life. The Holy Spirit leads you into truth. We know that. And that the word of God says he will lead us into all truth, the Holy Spirit will. So he's going to help you to develop that. The Holy Spirit will help you, be, help you to become obedient to what God is calling you to do. But your heart has to be sensitive. Understand this morning, God wants to give you a new heart. If you're hardened today, God wants to give you a new heart. Understand that. So in the last thing on this portion that we're looking at, I feel that as we think about this, we're going to look in the book of Luke. And I think the story of the Good Samaritan shows really a really vision of somebody who has a sensitive heart and those who don't. And so let's look at that together. Turn over with me to the book of Luke, chapter 10. Being able to fill the fish starts with sensitivity. Listen, look at Luke. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and testing him, speaking to this, testing Jesus, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit the eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? The man said, the, the lawyer said, so he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, you have answered rightly. Do this and you will live. The lawyer here knew the right answers, but he wasn't doing what was written. He knew the law. How many of you can know the word of God and still have a hard heart? You can know the word of God from cover to cover and still have a hard heart and not be right with God. So he said, he, he knew the right. We can, we can do the right thing. We can say the right things. But the, thing, the word of God says in verse 29 that the lawyer was trying to justify himself. Now look at this. When someone has a relationship with Christ and they are, they are in where they are in with everything that God has for them. They want, to, they want to serve God with everything they have, and they want to love their neighbor as their self. There's a difference between religion 
and this is religion and the law. I, that's what I, I, my, uh, I, this part I called is a religion and the law. Think about this. In Luke chapter 10, verse 33, 31 through 32. Now by chance, a certain priest came down the road. And when he saw him, he passed on the other side. Likewise, a Levi, when he re- arrived at the place, came and looked and passed on the other side. We need to understand their culture here a little bit, okay? The priest, the priest knew that if they touched a dead body, and that he could presume that that man was dead. If he touched a dead body, he would be unclean. He wouldn't be able to do service. Same thing with a Levite, in a sense. As that's the, that's the uh, priestly tribe of Israel. But here's the thing. The Word of God says that they were actually coming down from Jerusalem to Jericho. And we know that was a bad place. That's where a lot of robbers uh, came and raided people and different things. And they had already done their duty at the temple as they was going home. And they could have helped this man, but they didn't. They didn't stop to do anything for him. And I looked at it this way, and I, I just, my, my own thoughts for years have been when I read about this, I think about the priest representing religion. How many religion doesn't help anybody? Religion is nothing but a bunch of laws that don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do da, 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 da. It's religion. The Levites represent the law, the old law. How many know we're not under the law any longer? We're under a new covenant with Christ. Amen? And we see that, and I, and I feel like the Samaritan really represents Jesus Christ in the new covenant that he has with us. Because look at, look at this. We need people who are sensitive. Uh, give me, let me just give you the characteristics of a, what I felt is a, of a sensitive heart. And I, these are the things I came up When I read this story, a sensitive heart is compassionate. A spiritual, a spirit, sensitive heart is compassionate. Look at what it says. But, as a, but a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was. And when he saw him, he had compassion. What is compassion? Compassion is not saying, hey, I, I love you. I hope you do well and walk away. Compassion is an action word. It causes you to move. It causes you to do something about the condition that somebody may be in. We, it's just like if we just try to say, oh, I, I have such compassion for them, but you're not doing anything. You just have a strong feeling. You don't have compassion because compassion is actually, like I said, it's an action word. You're doing something. I can love you and tell you I love you, but that means nothing unless I have really true compassion to change, to do whatever I can to, to touch your heart. So I believe sensitivity, a, sens- a sensitive heart is compassionate. A person, we're talking about the characteristics of a sensitive heart. A sensitive heart is compassionate. Next, a sensitive heart is willing to get dirty. Willing to get dirty. What do you mean by that? Now look at this. He says in verse 34. So he went to him, bandaged his wounds, pouring oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. How many know, I, everybody, anybody ever been to an accident scene? You see people all messed up and everything, and, there's, and people jump in and begin to try to help them and everything, and, and you can't help but getting dirty. You get blood on you. You get stuff. If you're in compassion, you're driving, and God's driving you to minister to somebody, I want to tell you something. You'll get dirty at times. Because, and you won't care. All you want to do is help that situation. You, you, you go beyond that. You just say, you push all that stuff. You say, oh, that's so horrible. No, you get in there and you make a difference. Amen? And you're going, you will get dirty. As, and that's a part of it. 
But also, the third thing I want you to see this morning about a sensitive heart, the characteristic of a sensitive heart, is this. A sensitive heart is sacrificial. Sacrificial. Look what this man did. Did this man have to take, put him on his donkey? Did, did this man actually have to, have to take him and bandage his wounds? Did this man have to do that? Did this Samaritan, did he have to take him and put him in a room and, at, a, at an end and said, listen, the scripture says what he said. He told the innkeeper, <clears throat> you take care of him until I get back. And, and anything that you, he owes you or whatever I owe you, I'll pay you when I get back. This man was sacrificial in what he was doing. Why? Because his heart was sensitive, I believe. And I believe he wanted to, he, he was willing to get dirty. He was willing to be generous. He was, he, he was willing to be the, the, the neighbor. Amen? See, church, which are you? Are you the priest, the Levite, or the Samaritan? Apply it to our lives. Talking about being having that sensitive heart. And he says this to the, at the end. It's a kind of the, is go and do. Now, look what it says. So which of these three, he's asked the lawyer, Jesus asking the lawyer, which of these three do you think was a neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said, speaking of the lawyer, he who shows mercy on him. Then Jesus said, go and do likewise. How many know, church, a hard heart will not hear this? You know, this morning, everybody in this room, everybody will, some will receive it, some won't. So it will change somebody's life, some won't be changed. And you know what? It's not about the word of God. It's really about the condition of the heart, how you receive it. And what God's speaking into your life. Now look, church. Jesus, when he came and saw the multitude, what did he say? He said, I was moved with compassion when we look outside these four walls how compassionate are we how sensitive are we to hear God's voice to tell us to stop and take a few moments and pray for somebody see putting up a wall to protect yourself saying I've been hurt before and I'm going to let my heart be, be out there again you know what you do when you put a wall up all you do is become hardened how many of God's in the business tearing down walls? Amen. So, I'm going to ask the worship team to come get ready. Some questions here at the end. What's the condition of your heart? What's the condition of your heart right now? Examine your own self. You know how sensitive you are. Can you feel the fish when they bite? Do you feel the fish when they, the, when, they, when they just nibble at the bait? Are you in a, such a rush and so, so messed up in your life, you don't have time to feel it? How many of the church should have great compassion on the people that are lost? Because once we were there, we were lost and undone. But somebody went fishing for us. Amen? Let me ask you this. What happened that caused you to harden your heart? What happened that caused you to harden your heart? Who said something that was so bad that pulled you back and you said, I won't allow anyone to hurt me again? I've had people tell me, I will never let anybody hurt me again. 
As long as you're in this earth and there's people, you're going to get hurt at times. That's just a fact of life. It's a fact of life. Do you need Christ to take out the stony heart and give you a new heart that is sensitive to his voice and the brokenness of people? Like I said, maybe you've been hurt in the past and you've hardened your heart and you put up a wall and you said, that's it. But you don't, but you hang on to the bitterness and the hurt and your heart gets harder and harder and harder. God wants to give you a new heart this morning that is truly sensitive to his Holy Spirit. Thanks for listening to the Tower Hill Church Podcast. Our prayer is that this message encouraged and inspired you in your journey with Christ. For more information, you can visit our website at th.church or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tower Hill NH. To give online, you can go to th.church/giving. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.